0: my new book with Mark Tim, mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in
1: bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Adri Kaiser, International Holistic Wellness and Personal Development Coach, the last 15 years, she's been helping highly driven women stop feeling stressed and overwhelmed and start living a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. When um, she's not busy hosting retreats around the globe in exotic locations like Bali, Greece, and Peru, she's being featured on iHeartRadio, Amazon Prime's The Focus, Thrive Global, and Authority Magazine. She's also the co author of the best selling book, Overcoming Adversity and Entrepreneurship, something we know all about and are excited to dive into. Adri, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Now, just to get something out of the way, right up front, this isn't just for women. I know that's your specialty. However, our male entrepreneurs listening and watching too will get a lot out of this, correct? Absolutely. Yes. All right. So how did, let's go back in time a little bit. You spent the last 15 years as a international holistic wellness and personal development coach. How did you get started?
0: Oh my gosh, that's such a great question. You know, I started because I was suffering from chronic pain for over a decade. And I try all the conventional treatments just to get temporary results. And in that moment, in one particular moment, which is when I'm playing with my son, he was at the time around eight years old. And I'm playing with him and suddenly memories of me being abused by my aunt, being beat up, being cold names, and all this stuff came up to the surface. And when that happened, my entire back locked up. And in that particular moment, I realized that my back pain, even though it was very physical, was very real, it had a very deeply rooted emotional cause. In that that particular moment, also realized that in order for me to, to find long lasting help, I needed to address it mental and emotional aspects of myself and not just the physical pain because I wasn't ready or willing to live the rest of my life taking medication like I was eating candy just to cope with the pain so that moment in time took me to this path this journey of holistic wellness where not only I started to practice yoga, improve my eating habits, but I did my personal development work because I truly believe that the best investment anyone can do right now, today, at this very moment is invest- investing in ourselves, investing in our physical, mental, and emotional health. Why? Because it will impact your relationships, your finances, your business, your career, everything. So if you're doing invest in your health, everything else is almost like, having a table with three legs, right? So that's why I'm very passionate about this because I've seen the results in myself. I'm pain-free, thankfully, but over these past 15 years of working with clients, i found four key components to long-lasting health, happiness, and fulfillment, which are number one, physical health, how you take care of your body. Number two, mental wellness, how you perceive the world, Number three, emotional intelligence, how you experience the world, and number four, spiritual connection. So once we work on those aspects simultaneously, we begin to see, my clients and I, begin to see long lasting results, not just in one area of their life, but in multiple areas of their lives.
1: Okay, so I mean, we could spend hours unpacking just all of that. Let's talk, I mean, you've worked with thousands and thousands of entrepreneurs, and obviously we're recording this during the height of the COVID pandemic when everyone's seen ups, downs, roller coasters. How do you build on what you call unstoppable confidence after setbacks in life or business, regardless of whether it's COVID or something else?
0: You know, we all have moments in our life that are going to be challenging, and it's up to us to realize that we have the choice and we have all the tools within ourselves to to change the narrative or to overcome those obstacles. I'm, I'm a Latina. I'm an immigrant woman. I, I was abused as a child. I was told I wasn't good enough multiple times in my life. When I moved to the U.S., I was Single out and profile by the way I looked, by the way I spoke, by everything, by being an immigrant. I remember clearly hearing people telling me, this stupid immigrant, they didn't know I went to law school in Venezuela. They didn't know that I speak three languages. So Yes, I could have. And actually, when that happened, I didn't speak in public for months. Seth. I was goodness. completely voiceless. I lost all confidence. I lost everything that I have worked so hard to build. And took a moment for me to change the narrative of the story and realize that I was being judged in other people's based on other people's perception and allowed that to be my own reality. And when I was able to hey, work on my personal development right, and understand and realize that we are all here for a reason, including myself, and that I'm here because I have a purpose and mission in life. Once we realize that we're here for something greater than we are, and when we stop comparing ourselves, when we see challenges as opportunities for growth and development, sometimes the challenges or those doors are being closed, are in our advantage so we can pivot and go in the right direction. So during COVID-19, when this first thing happened, all of us worldwide, canter some type of challenges, changes, losses, all this stuff, including myself. I've been doing this for a long time. And there were moments where I realized, oh my gosh, my business came to a completely stop. I I was seeing all these stuff happening. And I realized that if I have the tools that I have, and it still was struggling, I cannot even imagine people that don't have the tools, right? So I one of the things I did back then, and I continue to do today, is I provide, uh, I did an online retreat, online summit, where I invited 23 different guests to bring tools to give people actionable steps right away. And for me right now, that I can share with the listeners, is that number one, Take care of your health, whether it's physical or mental. Yes, we. I know quarantine, a lot of people gain weight. We've been binge watching Netflix and all these different things. Okay, we got that out of our system. But right now, let's go for a walk. Let's start now eating a healthy again. Why? Because when I work with my enlightened alchemy method. I, stop, I start with a body. I start with building a strong foundation because your body is where you're going to see results the fastest, but it's the vehicle that you're using to get everything done in life. So if you're eating horribly, if you're not sleeping, if you're stressed and you're just not even exercising or moving your body, it's impossible for you to be like, I'm going to do personal development work today. I'm going to be thinking positive things, and I'm going to do my meditation or prayer practice because we are in the, we're not establishing the foundation that helps us go up the ladder to move, moving forward or higher towards that spiritual development, that personal development, that At the end of the day, every human being today, that's the journey that we're on. We're trying to find a path of liberation from pain, from attachment, from suffering, from all these different things. So in order to get there, we need to start with physical health. So COVID-19, yes, affected us, but you have the moment right here, right now. You have the choice to change the narrative of your story, and to take control, to take action. Because sitting in the couch eating bonbons as much as I would like it to be the- I can't
1: find any bonbons on Amazon, <laughs> I keep trying.
0: Even though that will be a great solution, it's not gonna be, it's just putting a band-aid So let's take action and figure out, okay, are you happy where you are? If not, what are the tools? Who are the people? What podcasts can you listen to? What books can you read? What can you do to start getting out of the funk.
1: Okay, so amazing answer, great advice. So you talked about transforming either a painful past experiences or a painful present into a superpower. So how did you take, what were your three ways to transform the very painful past multiple times that you went through into what you're doing now?
0: Yeah, let me give you an example. Uh, Well, I'm going to give you two examples. Being abused as a child. I grew up believing that something was wrong with me, uh, that that was a cause that, um, that this happened to me. But when I couldn't talk about the abuse for a long time, I couldn't talk without, well, first of all, because I buried it, I completely forgot it. It wasn't in my conscious consciousness. But when that came up to the surface, I couldn't talk about it without having a knot in my throat, without being angry and having these very physical reactions. So I started to do my personal development, which included forgiveness. And forgiveness is a powerful practice. It's not easy, but it's a powerful practice that allows you to take control back and not to be attached to painful past memories. Forgiveness gave me the freedom to, A, Forgive my aunt, forgive myself and and really build momentum to gain my self-confidence back and realize that it wasn't poor me. I'm not blaming this person because what she did or didn't do caused me to do A, B or C. I took control, so forgiveness gave me a sense of ease, inner peace, in let go of burdens I was carrying for a long time that AKA actually led to chronic pain for over a decade. So that's one way how you can take control back and build confidence is forgiveness. Forgiveness from the past. It doesn't mean that you wanna erase the past. It means that you are finally saying, what happened to me is done, let me learn the lessons from it. Number two, When I came to the U.S. and I mentioned I was, you know, criticized by the way I spoke, and I didn't speak in public for a long time. If I let that define me, I wouldn't be here speaking to you today. Thankfully, once again, I one day maybe it's how I was raised, maybe it's a Latina in me, maybe I don't know, call it divine intervention, I don't know what, but something triggered within me one day and says, you know what? At least I speak multiple languages. That led me to lead retreats, events workshops, speak in public worldwide. So when you find and realize that you are as unique as your fingerprints, there's no one else like you. When you begin to stop comparing yourself, comparison is the thief of joy. If you wanna feel horrible about yourself, if you wanna be in a hole that's dark and, and messy, start comparing yourself. The moment you realize, hey, Nobody else speaks like me. Nobody else had the experiences that I have. Nobody else has the knowledge and applies the knowledge the way I have it. You begin to feel that confidence. You begin to really connect with that power that resides within yourself and you become unstoppable. So, a couple of CNCs find forgiveness, begin to stop comparing yourself. And number three is find what you're really passionate about and leave that because one of the reasons i was able to build the career i built and and work on the way i do and be so passionate about it is because the pain of being judged the pain of being uh, criticized was a lot smaller than the pain of me not being who i was meant to be Mm. when i realized that the pain i was carrying of being quiet wanting to fit in the pain of me hiding in the background, playing small, you was so much bigger than the pain of me being judged and criticized. Now, my grandma always says, and this is it's lost in translation, but she always says to me, you know, you're not like a golden, or used to say to me, you're not like a golden coin that everybody's gonna love, like everybody wants gold, right? So there are gonna be people that love you for who you are, and there are gonna be people that don't like you for who you are. That's okay, find the people that love you for who you are. So when you realize that you're unique, you begin to lift your passion, you're gonna attract the right people that are going to support you because you are being authentic. And from that, you then find mentors, find coaches, find people that are gonna challenge you to grow, to be better. Nobody that is doing the same amount of work that you are or is doing more than you are, will never criticize you. It's those that are in the background, those are the ones dealing with their own insecurities instead of taking control and say, hey, my life sucks, and it's because I'm not doing what I'm meant to be doing, so let me blame Adri, let me blame Seth, let me blame Mary or John. Those are the ones that are gonna be criticizing and those are the ones that don't matter. Those are the ones that don't belong in your inner circle. So those are four things that you can do right away. Forgiveness, live your passion, and, and stop comparing yourself, and then find the right people that are gonna challenge you to, do, to be better. That's how you find your superpower. Passion first, for sure.
1: That is absolutely awesome advice. Now, a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs these days are feeling burned out, they're tired, they're overwhelmed with everything going on, all the different hats they're wearing and everything. Maybe their kids are home stuck on remote virtual school, um, and they've had to adjust to that. What are some of your keys to preventing uh, or dealing with burnout, exhaustion, and overwhelm?
0: Such a great question. Well, first of all, I, I had a client the other day, and when I said, what about She's talking about her to-do list is so big and she's stressed and she doesn't have time and all this stuff that we all as entrepreneurs feel, right? And I said, what about if we do less? What about if you set a schedule where you're going to do your work and maybe one hour a day or maybe one day of the week, you don't do any work? And she's like, what? I don't have time. I said, can you please give it a try let's try this week and see what happens and in that hour if the hour is too much for somebody to commit let's say 30 minutes 30 minutes for self-care and when i say self-care people's like oh, really self-care and it's such a word that's being used so much today that's losing the value but self-care is not a luxury self-care is necessary especially if you own your own business especially if you're wearing many hats Why? Because when you don't take time for yourself, you get burnt out. When you get a break, when you walk away for an hour, when you spend one day where you say, you know what? I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to spend time, I don't know, riding a bike or walking, or I'm going to spend time grooming myself, whatever that is. It gives you a sense of, A, that you're valuable. It gives you clarity. It gives you more energy. It gives you, um, this sense of like con- connection again with why you're doing, what you're doing, that sense of passion once again. When you are burning the candles on both ends, everything takes you longer. Then you forget why you're doing what you're doing. It's almost like your passion gets better because your to the least is so big. So in order to avoid burnout, hey, self-care is mandatory, whatever that means to you. And sometimes self-care is not just a pretty fun, easy things to do. Self-care also includes doing the ugly work, paying your taxes, doing your, uh, your, your, your you know, QuickBooks or whatever it is, uh, letting go of negative relationships or toxic relationships. It means declaring your house. It means uh, setting boundaries. It means saying no. So sometimes that self-care is not just, let me go to the spa and get a massage, but it's also doing all the cleaning behind the scenes, whether it's a personal level, with relationships with finances with whatever it is because the more that you put into your list it's almost like let me give you an example imagine a backpack that's full of stuff and you're about to go to a convention or to a retreat or to an inspiration motivational thing and you need to bring the backpack it's heavy it's full yet you know that you're going to get stuff that you want to bring back home what do you have to do you have to empty the backpack in order to make room. So that, when I told that particular client to do less to get more done, that week, that week after she said, oh my gosh, you were right. It sounds so counterintuitive to do less to get more done. But So now that's a rule. Every weekend, you know, Friday, she turns off the computer or whatever it is, her emails a certain time, she doesn't touch it over the weekend, and she becomes more productive during the week. Another thing for productivity is instead of multitasking, which we think it gets gets more stuff done faster, let's focus one scene at a time. So you can set a timer and say, okay, I'm going to spend 15 minutes answering emails. In that way, you're not like, oh, let me answer this email, but let me now said the laundry, or let me do this, because it takes the brain longer to come back to the task and refocus on the task that you were doing versus just in one sitting, let's get this done. Another scene for all parents out there today, uh, teaching, homeschooling your kids. This was a great hack. I don't even remember what I said. It's not mine. It's not my original thought. But this person said she grabbed a timer for when they're doing schoolwork and she she noticed that the first day her kids were getting distracted. So every time the kids got distracted, she had to reset the timer. So the kids realized that instead of two hours of work end up being five hours of work. So soon enough, they're like, oh, we can focus, get this done, we get it done in an hour and then we have the rest of the day free. So those are things that yes, for kids homeschooling and all the stuff that will work, work for, for them, but also works for us, set the timer, focus on one task, finish the task, move to the next, and you'll get a lot more done. In less time, you still have more energy, and then you have free time to fill your cup and re-energize.
1: That is a great strategy. Tell us a little bit about the book, Overcoming Adversity and Entrepreneurship.
0: Yeah, so that's a book that I believe there were 30 authors, I was one of them, that we talk about our personal struggles, and how we overcame those obstacles during entrepreneurship. So for me, it was the part of overcoming the language barrier, overcoming the self-doubt, that, that inner critic that we all have, that critic, that voice that says, are you sure you're not good enough? No, you're not as good as, or that voice that's constantly you know, pointing out your shortcomings and and, and comparing you to others and that and your ability to grow and succeed, that inner critic, the imposter syndrome that we all have. So how to really, again, comes back to what I call changing the narrative of your story or clearing the canvas. That means letting go of those limiting beliefs that oftentimes are, that, that were created when we were children, you know, based on parents' behavior, ancestral behavior. Uh, Sometimes it's due to locations, it's due to past experiences or current experiences or locations. So we all have limiting beliefs. And with those limiting beliefs, our thoughts are constantly running in the background and you don't know they're happening. It's like having multiple tabs open in your computer, in your browser, and you don't see them all at once, but they're still open, draining the battery or the memory in your in your computer. So for me, it's addressing, it's talking about how I had to overcome those limiting beliefs, how I had to change the narrative of my story, find my superpower, find what makes me unique, use those painful past uh, events in my life to really hone in into what makes me so passionate about what I'm doing and how I turn that into Building a successful career that I, I let me all over the world. So that's everybody's story is different. But one thing I want to mention with everybody listening here we all have our own unique story. And I'm a big, I'm an open book. I, I like to be as honest as I can because I want to make sure that somebody that starts a business today or has been in business for 20 years or whatever, it was not overnight success. It was years and years of work, years of perceived failures, right? Years of overcoming obstacles. So I want people to realize that we all have gone through whatever they're going through one way or another. And I wanna give them hope to know that if they stick with it, if they do their personal work, if they do they, they you know they take care of their health, if they find their mentors, if they find the right community, they're gonna be able to tip the, the scale in their favor. So we will go through those struggles and instead of seeing it as a moment to give up or as a failure or as a moment to just to feel bad about yourself see it as an opportunity what can i learn from this this is just preparing me for the next step in my life
1: absolutely incredible story inspiring interview we greatly appreciate your spending some time with us we know how valuable your time is audrey for those of our folks watching and listening who want to learn more about you and your amazing work where is the best place for us to send them
0: yeah my website adrikaiser.com. Social media is the same name, AdriKaiser.com. And I have, you know, I have tools available that are free accessible for for anybody that's that's inclined to use them. One is a free download that's called From Limited to Limitless. Find your bliss work uh, playbook. And all it is is simple exercises to help you realize what are some of the limiting beliefs that people that you have. And then once you become aware of these limiting beliefs, then you can take action on what's the next step for you to help you overcome
1: them as well. All right. This has been Seth Green with Adrienne Kaiser. Adrienne, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you so much, Seth.
1: Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done?